the BRL fam has increased by one. Son of BRL has now arrived in this world, which makes the Patreon way more important now. Support the show that supports your scene and keep the show as successful as it is at the moment. Helping you that out. Patreon.com slash BRLSun. That is Patreon.com slash BRLSun. I've had no sleep. It's BRL Gab with you here for the podcast. Another classic tonight. And this one is not Noah's Hip Hop Act. We are going to replay our chat with The Good People, a New York hip hop duo keeping real hip hop alive. They had a chat to us 2019, and I haven't used this on the podcast yet. So, from the Joondalup era, we're going to have a chat with New York crew, The Good People, on BRL, another classic. It is Beats, Rhymes, and Life. And now joining us on the phone are two gentlemen who have uh, put together two of the best releases of 2019. And as as I was just explaining to you before we hit the record button, uh, I got to you guys way late, like way, way late. Now, you guys have been around for a decade plus release-wise. However, uh, it took uh, for me to sort of uh, read a Stimulate Your Soul uh, article, so shouts to uh, the SYS girls for putting mm-hmm. you guys on to me, and I adore the uh, album and EP that you guys have put out this year. So Thanks now joining so us on Beats Rhymes of Life is uh, the group that I've kind of been on the nuts on for, for the last two months on this program. <laughs> I've been talking all kinds of praise about the good people. So joining us are Emsky and Saint. How you doing? What's going on? Thanks for having us on. No worries. Now, um, you guys are calling us from uh, sunny New York. Was it sunny today in New York? Yeah, it's been a a bit of a heat wave uh, in the New York area. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know uh, know, how hot it gets down by you. It's probably like, I don't know if that's like a normal summer day in Oh, but you guys, you guys, you're, you're doing winter now, right? Yeah, we're, we're midwinter. It's a, it's, it was actually, well, okay, it's not New York cold, but it was pretty chilly this morning. Uh, I think I think we might have had a lower of about three degrees, which is probably a daytime temperature for New York in the uh, <laughs> in the winter, but that's like uh-huh. as cold as it gets in Perth. Okay, that, that's, that's Celsius though, right? Yes, so I, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the math is on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's it's been uh yeah it's had some hot days, uh, some of the hottest days uh, all summer uh, out here in New York. So yeah. And also, you guys have that uh, concrete reflective thing as well, so that would probably make things on on a block probably a little bit hotter in, in a sense as well. Yeah, yeah the, the heat comes right. down. The heat comes down from the sun, bakes the ground, and then so then the heat's coming from the ground too, so it's hitting you at all angles. Yes. So, uh, yes, uh, summer in New York. It's uh, something that I want to experience at some point in my life. Never actually got around to getting there. I think it was it's more a monetary thing because the Australian dollar doesn't go very far in the U.S. <laughs> Especially, I'm, 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 I'm going to be down, not uh, 
kind of close to do. I'm going to be in New Zealand uh, at the end of September. So. Oh, um, I'm actually heading there at the end of the year. First time uh, to New Zealand. I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful country, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. It's about like a 23-hour flight for us. But, uh, <laughs> it'll be my first. I'll be my first. My first time as well. But uh, looking forward to it. Indeed, but um, let's uh, let's get to the actual questions, and um, it is the seminal question. Every interview that we ever do, even though it is uh, eight o'clock at night for you guys, uh, guy, uh, guys, how do you take your coffee? I don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee, right? <laughs> and nah, I don't mess with it. I, that the, the, the taste for me is has always been very bitter. I can't do it for some reason. It's just not uh, my thing. I typically I typically do uh, three sugars, uh, teaspoons. Yeah, I like it sweet. Uh, it's some half and half. But uh, lately, I've uh, been to uh, watch my sugar intake, so I've been I've been using some uh, sweet and low. Now, uh, here's here's a fun little thing as well for uh, you guys. If you ever make it to Australia and you go to somewhere like Melbourne, uh, Perth, where I'm calling you from as well, uh, there, there's a really big coffee culture around here. And it's, it's not like a Starbucks culture. There's like little boutique places with people with mustaches. Yeah, you know, it's very Seattle when it comes to the coffee. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're weirdly connoisseurs in Australia with that. It's, it's kind of weird. Nice. But um, it's, and I always ask that question. Normally, it's uh really hard to get some people to talk on this program, and uh, we've <laughs> been rabbiting on about nothing for five minutes. So uh, let's talk about these uh, brand new projects. Well, the the new one is the summer EP. We've been playing it here on the show, and uh, of course, right. the first album as well, which was uh, good for nothing, and um, mm-hmm. uh, both. Both projects are a couple of my favorite of the year. So I, I, I guess the first question musically is, um, you guys sound like East Coast, 90s, New York rap. Uh, obviously, the, your influences are all over the record. You have Large Pro on uh, the album and uh, a bunch of other uh, various MCs and uh, folks that would have been your influences. Is this you just sort of holding out against the uh, nonsense trappy vibe of uh, hip hop in 2019? I'll let you handle that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you know what? <laughs> yeah, we we basically do music how we want to do it. Yep. Um, and this just happens to be the type of style that we like. We're not really trying to go for a certain style. We're not trying to sound mm. like specifically 90s. We just happen to the style that we have. Uh, People will uh, compare it to that. Uh, you know, we call it soulful hip hop, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, you know, we're, we're I guess we're the you know elder statesmen uh, in this hip hop game. We're a little bit older, and uh, we, we're not trying to chase the money. We're not trying to do this. You know, really is uh, you know to blow up. We're doing this because what we enjoy. So we're doing it how we want to do it. And people like yourself, if this is your type of style too, then great. Yes. Uh, so we just basically working on music and working with people that we've always wanted to work with, and uh, I, mean, I mean, that's just basically it. So uh, yeah, the I'm just loving the influences because uh, at times uh, uh, the album sounds like uh, little Midnight Marauders, and then it goes a little uh, mm-hmm. heavier at times as well. And then uh, you know the the summertime EP, um, oh, you've you've 
I got the aim right of that. It does sound like a uh, a cookout on a New York street in mm. the summer, and um, it just uh, I know it's a, it's a style that I personally appreciate because yeah, that's what I grew up on listening to. So um, I yeah I enjoy that style so first of all thank you for putting that out there uh thank you for listening and uh well i guess secondly as well um you had a a break between uh records as well uh was that just for uh real life purposes because it was like three or four years between the uh last release and these two you are exactly correct exactly what happened um you know um a lot of people don't talk about it obviously we're artists and you know you display your talent through your your, your art and people forget about real life but on the scenes you know it, it does prevent you from uh creative flow sometimes and um you know both me and Stan have gone through that um but you know we still managed to make dope music and the thing is that you know we started out working together in the studio because we're both from analog age right yeah. so basically once technology took over and it you, you know you have the availability to just you know record in your house whatever i rarely see saint and he'll pick the beats you know he'll send them to me I'll, I'll i'm always writing i'm always writing so you know that good for nothing came about within six months of just kind of waiting it out missed sessions uh postponed sessions things like that and um it's really amazing what we came out with Indeed, uh, and uh, those 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 sessions uh, you can hear right now uh, through all platforms and everything. And um, uh, like just talking about the record, it's a it's it's a series of sort of uh, great guests, uh, large professor, little fames on here, Sadat X, uh, Cellar Dwellers. Uh, these are all groups that you guys were enjoying back in uh, the mid nineties, correct? Yes. Yes. So, um, how is it sort of uh, uh, getting in touch with these guys? Is it is it a hard process to uh, speak to maybe some of the uh, idols of yours and uh, get them on tracks? I mean, we've been around for a while. Uh, we have a network of people, you know, that it's kind of like that, you know, six degrees of, you know, who you, who you know. And usually we know enough somebody who's going to know somebody or we know them personally even, uh, and we just been kind of cool with them over the years. Uh, that that kind of that sounds like the, uh, the the red alert intro came mm. about. Uh, how uh, you know Emski has kind of a, a past with him. Uh, I lived in Harlem, uh, where, where Red Alert lived. I would see him at the supermarket, <laughs> you know. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Which is, uh, that's mind blowing to this uh, hip hop fan in the most isolated capital city in the world in Perth, Western Australia. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, no, I run into these uh, legends of the genre just at the supermarket. Like, oh, hey, Red Alert, how you doing? Um, how's yeah. starting this genre? <laughs> yeah, I know, you know, sometimes I think maybe people take it for granted, you know, coming up in this area and, you know, what we the shows that we got to go to and well, the performances and the artists we can be around. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it was like, a, it's, it's more like a real thing for us, you know, realize worldwide, you know, how, how blessed we are actually to be able right. to live through that. And uh, we'll go on to the, the summer EP now to, you know, once again, uh, very sort of a summer cookout vibe. Uh, it's been out for, I would probably say about six, seven weeks now. Uh, 
so was uh, was this uh, a plan to put out an album and an EP in the same year? Because uh, yeah, that's that's quite prolific. That's uh, quite a few tracks. So. Yeah, well, we put out good for we put out good for nothing. It was on vinyl. It was a digital release, and we were surprised to hear how many people were reaching out to us. They wanted on a CD format. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I didn't realize how popular <laughs> CDs were still. I guess it was mostly um, not so much in the United States, but the, uh, different parts of Europe, uh, South America. People were reaching out to us. Um, so we spoke to this label uh, that was interested. In re- actually, they reached out to us called Below System, and they wanted to put out the CD. But uh, knowing that the CD was not going to come out till maybe you know about six months after the, the original release, we wanted to add something else to it for the, you know for people to listen to. So it, it would, there'd be some new fresh stuff on there. Mm. Uh, so we came up with the idea of doing the uh the summer ep which so if you go and get the cd it has good for nothing and the summer ep together on the cd and then if you've already downloaded or you know got the vinyl for the for the uh for good for nothing then you could you could download the summer ep separately uh so we just wanted to do something we kind of came up with a theme an idea you know we're like you know if we start working on this now by the time we put it out in the summer you know this whole summer vibe you know it'll just it'll fit right in and um, it, it's an absolute gem, by the way. Like for for something that's a well considered a bonus sort of a record, you guys have put together a, a pretty solid record on top of that as well. So, uh, thank you. So, thank you. Album EP. Uh, I've, you know, there's a, a trip to New Zealand coming up for one of you as well. So, uh, what what are you guys planning for the rest of the year? Uh, will there be a winter EP? That's interesting. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I can say that. That's a yeah. possibility. Well, yeah, well a possibility. actually, we have uh, two Christmas songs out, if you don't know that. Ah, Check out the Christmas songs that we have on our Bandcamp page. It's oh. just, yeah, they did. Yeah, so we we can get wintry too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually I, I was aware of those because I have downloaded those, and uh, I'm going to probably right. play them for uh, yeah, the Christmas show if I do actually right. do one. Right. Right. Uh. <laughs> but um, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you boys today on uh, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. So uh, we're going to play something from that summer EP. Uh, might be one of my favorite tracks of the year, a sidewalk barbecue with Afro and terminology. Just a absolute jam from uh, you guys. Oh, yeah, well, we got a, we got a video coming for that, so oh, stay excellent. tuned. Cool. All yeah. Right. We will uh, we'll share that on the page when that drops as well. But uh, we're going to play that right now on the show. And thank you to the good people for joining us on BRL. Thank you. Salute. Of course. Thank you. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.